Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. tuning in and welcome to barbecue radio nation i am dave kyes along with engineer kyle and producer t-bone our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host dan dog hathaway how's everybody doing yeah we're doing outstanding look at dan over there <laughs> he's just doing great t-bone has some enthusiasm today <laughs> t-bone doesn't know the word decaf so anyway coming up we uh, dan's got us a great guest lined up uh, T-Bone, you know who this is? Did I tell you who this is? This is a no, good No, you haven't told me anything yet. I'm, I, I'm just assuming that we're just going to sit here and stare at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Day is her name, and I'm very excited. All part of the Bacon Explosion. Oh, my gosh, really? Yes, and uh, Megan's uh, website, you can go to burntfingerbarbecue.com. Burntfingerbarbecue.com. That's not fingers, right? Just finger, right? No, just one. No, one. No, okay. Is that barbecue or BBQ? Oh, gosh. That, see, that's why you, you get the big bucks, T-Bone. It is BurntFingerBBQ.com. <laughs> Folks, let me tell you, he's got to be monitored at all times. <laughs> I wish I could argue with that. Yeah, no. it's, it's the truth. <laughs> no, it's absolutely true. Uh, she's been on like a ton of television shows, including the Food Network, Today's Show. Dan, you were looking at some of her credits. Yeah, it's just she, incredible. She's done a ton of stuff, and she's... She's actually, you know, not only does she compete, but she also has done Food Network grilling competition. She's right. won on she's won on national TV. Yeah. Uh, she's now uh, selling barbecue on the Home Shopping Network. Yeah, I mean that's just insane. That's that's, that's like be, that's like, like printing money, isn't it? Well. I hope so for her. Yeah. You know, you guys were hoping that I would become more famous. You should just get rid of me and bring Megan on. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, her number. <laughs> I, I have her number in my <laughs> cell phone. So I mean, yeah, we're get, we can do that. Uh, note to self, do not make suggestions during the show. <laughs> also, later on, we're going to be talking about some open flame barbecuing. You know, it's getting cooler out, uh, especially in the Midwest. We went from 72 to 42. Ooh. And um, <laughs> some grilling on the, a fire pit and uh, Halloween just around the corner. So we're going to try to work in a s'mores re- recipe. Okay. I don't know if there's any recipe. You just, I, I mean, it's pretty standard pretty stuff. Pretty much just yeah. heat it up, slap it together and... Little salt, little pepper. I mean, we could you're good like, to go. We could make suggestions, I guess. Yeah, well, that's why you're here. Yeah, and uh, well, so here's what I want to start off with: is did you compete in a, a competition last weekend, or is that coming up? No, that's coming up in uh, two weeks. Okay, yeah. So Dan, we're so blessed to have him as our co-host, our barbecue wow, that's, expert. That's really nice, Dave. I know <laughs> this is this is like a one-time thing. This is your early Christmas present. Man, so. this, this is a, this is a good one, and I'm cheap. So this is really okay, your early okay. Christmas okay. present. Now, now wait a minute. Now we're while we're <laughs> handing these out. See, I let this go for a second, but now I've got to come back and say it. You know, Dave, there is no other host that I would rather have of this show than you. I, I guarantee you that because believe me, I've tried to think of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Hence on my hat, bottom of the barrel. 
But you've competed a lot. Um, if you go to your store, the KansasCityBBQStore.com here in Kansas City, Olathe area, ton of trophies on the wall. But what, what's it like to, to compete and do well and, and have fun in that and, have of course, having fun barbecuing? <laughs> what's it like? Uh, what's, what's it like? like? Man. What's uh, it, hold on. Hold on. What's it like to be a winner? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're going to have to take this slow. With yeah. <laughs> uh, well... When you do well, it's fun. Well, that's a great point. I mean, when you do well, it's fun. When you when you don't, it's still fun because it is barbecue, and, yeah. and that's exactly why we do it because it's a lot of fun. It's great hanging out with people and, and just seeing people, which we haven't got to do a lot of this right, year. Right, sure. So I'm really looking forward to this contest. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's fun to win. There's nothing better than winning. You know, uh, T-Bone and I, we like to play a little tournament poker. Yeah. And a buddy of mine who does not understand poker, mm-hmm. and I'll tell him, uh, you know, I went and played in a poker tournament, and he, how, he's like, how did you do? And I was like, oh, I was two out of the money. And he goes, well, at least you had fun. And I go, no. <laughs> well, I think I think losing at poker and, and losing at barbecues, too. Well, two I, exactly, yeah. because there's no reward. It, right. At least you lose, I'm eating ribs. Yeah. I mean, right. and, I, I lose, I'm going to Dairy Queen because and, I'm depressed. And you have no money. And Well, I've got enough money for one cone. Right. I was leaving no. enough money for one cone. You but, know, it, it's kind of funny because when people come in the store and they say, you know, I really want to try, I want to I get into competition barbecue, you know, what? What should I expect? You know, and I, I just tell them, I'm like, it's funny how you can win a 15 cent ninth place brisket ribbon and all of a sudden you're spending $10,000 on a trailer. <laughs> and that's exactly what happens. And that that's primary, primarily the reason why people cook barbecue because they just get it. They get addicted to that that rush of, of actually getting a ribbon or a trophy or something. Okay. Like that. So as the general manager of a barbecue store, you actually kind of have to love that. <laughs> well, <laughs> you yeah, know? you absolutely do. You know, it's, it's, it's been a minute, but it's, uh, we're, we're going to try and get back on the fast track pretty well, soon. Good luck. I know it's hard <laughs> and, and it's hard this oh, year. Oh, it's, it's hard just, this it's year. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to practice at all. Yeah. It's just well, weird, but. Which by the way, we should mention that Dan is where they go. Dan's store is where yeah. they go because Dan outfits some of the top teams yeah. in the nation. Absolutely. And they are going to be told, go see this guy. He will set you up. And that's, that's what I actually have. I get more enjoyment out of that a lot of times than actually going out and competing is seeing all these people that come in the store and, and the success that they have, you know, after they leave, you know, after they walk through our doors and, and th- that's been a lot of fun. And that, that's been primarily the reason why I've stuck around so long. I I just, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a great life. Barbie, you know, we, we talk about on the show a lot about this is all about celebration and it is, but okay. Enough about Dan. Yeah. We'll, enough we'll, about me. We'll talk about him next year, <laughs> but it is time for our ask Dr. Dan, our barbecue fix a man sponsored by our October barbecue sauce of the month, which is banana Jack Murphy's original barbecue sauce. Your taste buds will go bananas and you can listen to the Jack. I'm sorry. The banana Jack Murphy radio show. Show at tigerradio.com. That's tigerradio.com. T-Bone, what's our question for this week? Okay, uh, Carl T. Carl T. Carl T. That's Carl, then T. T-E-E or just T? No, no, no T-E. Dear Dr. Dan, can you talk about carryover on large meats? All right, so when T-Bone says carryover on large meats, we're talking about carryover cooking when something gets finished. And in order to you know, dial in your temperatures. You really want to take that into consideration as far as, you know, when is this piece of meat going to be done 
in conjunction with the temperature that I'm cooking at. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like for example, in an, in a 200 degree oven, you're not going to have that much carryover because of the surface the surface temperature isn't quite as hot. So basically what happens is that the like let's say you're cooking a brisket. You're cooking a brisket and you want to take in you want to you, to adjust for the carryover. So what you do is you you monitor that internal temperature with your thermometer. Thank you, Dave. Take a drink. There you go. So you you but what you want you need to realize is that the outside of the piece of meat is going to be cooking faster than the inside. Oh, yeah, Makes good sense. point. Good point. And heat wants to get to the to the cooler source, so it's going to constantly be cooking itself into the meat. And so when like for example, I cooked a brisket yesterday, and I'm sorry I didn't bring any in, but I no, cooked man. a brisket yesterday. No, I pulled it at 205. I left a thermometer on it, left it on my counter. It got to 208 and it was perfectly tender. Wow. But I was also cooking in a 300 degree cooker. Therefore, it, you're going to get more carryover temperature at a higher temperature. Okay, quick question. All right, so you pulled it out at what? It was 205. 205 in center? In the center. And then you let it sit for how I let, long? I let it sit for an hour. And, and at the peak, it got to 208. Okay. I, I bet it was delicious. It was fantastic. So, like, so it seems like a small amount. It's but when you're cooking, but a huge difference. But it's a, it's a big difference. A, a, a brisket at two hundred three to two hundred eight, the, the difference in tenderness when you're cooking at three hundred degrees is massive. Okay, that's what I wanted to. Well, Carl, Carl T., excellent question. Thank you so much. You can get a bottle of Banana Jack Murphy's Original Barbecue Sauce. Your taste buds will go bananas. And be sure to listen to the Banana Jack Murphy Show at TigerRadio.com. That's TigerRadio.com. Very excited for our guest coming up next segment. It's Megan Day. We're talking bacon explosion, BurntFingerBBQ.com. And we will be right back here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Thrill is gone. The thrill is gone away The thrill is gone, baby The thrill is gone away You know you've done me wrong, baby And you'll be sorry someday Every Barbecue Radio Nation show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more, each and every Thursday. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action, and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov.
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius along with Dan Hathaway with a special guest today, Megan Day. Check out her website, BurntFingerBBQ.com. That's BurntFingerBBQ.com. We'll be talking about that, all kinds of products and different things, including classes. But she's been on Fox and Friends, CNN, The Today Show, The Food Network, The Cooking Channel, and even on the Home Shopping Network. So that is pretty cool. Of course, Dan, you know Megan. Oh, yeah. We've known each other for a very long time. She is a uh, one of I, what I would like to consider a dear barbecue friend. Nice. <laughs> we didn't know Dan Thanks. had friends, but that's very cool. <laughs> hey, Megan, welcome to the I show. <laughs> How are you doing? Thank you. I'm wonderful. I'm doing great. And I would agree with you, Dan. You are you are a dear friend, your family, your daughters. It's been a real blessing to, to see you guys out on the trail and miss, miss seeing everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the things about you folks that do the competitive barbecue. And I think that just seeing everybody. Yeah, it's, you know? a, it's a tight knit community. And, sure. and, you know, we were talking earlier about how I'm going to compete here in a couple of weeks. And I just I just miss seeing everybody. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things you get used to. You do it for so long. They turn into family. Now, Megan, I was looking at your website, BurntFingerBBQ.com, and you teach a lot of classes that you can sign up for on your website. And one of the ones that really caught my eye was the brisket boot camp. I mean, that's what I need to be joining. And could you, and I don't want you to do the, your whole class, obviously, because you want people to pay for it, but give us a little sneak peek. Give us a few pointers uh, for the backyard barbecue, what they could do for from your brisket boot camp. Yeah, the brisket boot camp came about because truly it's one of the most expensive cuts of meat. And yet it's the one that everybody wants to do. And if you don't do it well, you kind of get upset that you're spending all this mm-hmm. money on a brisket. And so we really zeroed in on that being a lot of other people do different barbecue classes, but we really wanted to look at, let's show you the basic way to do a brisket. We're going to talk about a really high end brisket. We're going to pick a choice. Um, We're going to pick a prime. We're going to show you all the different ways of marbling and what to look for and what the price points are really worth and let you actually taste each one of those in taste test as well as doing the going in and and teaching you some of the tips, whether or not you should inject it if you're just doing it for your family or if it's competition. Uh, We don't do a lot about competition, but there's always a couple of competition people who are in the room that really want to ask us some questions because we do really do well with brisket. And as a matter of fact, this last year in the American Royal, uh, we took a a walk to the stage in brisket. So we we like to think that that we do know what we're doing when it comes to competition, but more importantly, we want, want to feed your family a good brisket. So some of the things that we also like to talk about is the crown jewel of Kansas City barbecue, those burnt ends, mm-hmm. and really how to separate that flat and that point and what to do with the meat and what temperatures to take it to. And, you know, I'll take, I'll take my burnt ends to 210, 211 degrees um, when I'm cooking them. And really it's, it's that, that beautiful give that the brisket does when that meat gives up. And I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons that we teach everybody in that class. It's not about a timing or necessarily a temperature thing, but you'll be able to tell right when that thing gives up and Uh how to, we we want you to feel that. We want people to go in and understand when we salt something, what that tastes like. So we're going to quote, make mistakes and let you taste test between one that's got a mistake and one that doesn't. I mean, we really try to dive in to what a brisket can taste like and when it's done really well, what it 
it, you know, what it's going to be for you. Um, Because so many people can read about it and you see things on videos, but can you really get in, feel, taste it? Um, We're going to show you how to slice it because obviously there's a way to do it so that when you're um, cutting it, that it's, it's actually giving up again another way rather than running with the grain. You want to go across the grain. So there's just going to be some techniques that you can tell when someone knows what they're doing with a piece of meat. And, and that's what that brisket boot camp. I even make a, a burnt end um, steak. It's like almost a steak soup, but with burnt ends. And everybody gets to try that. We do our famous baked beans. We give you all kinds of recipes, things that we win with in competition, as well as then, like I said, you get to actually try the different kinds, a different grade of of the burnt, like the burnt ends and the brisket flat themselves. Well, Megan, let me help you out with your class. I'll come and I'll do a I'll do a brisket, and then you don't even have to taste it, and you'll just go, "This is the wrong That's one." The wrong one. <laughs> this is not right? what you do. We're just going to put a big D on it for Dave. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, if you go to her class, you will come out of there with the most awesome brisket in the world. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, you know, she hit it right on the head. Where if you nail the tenderness, replicate that. Then you can do anything to it. You can put salt and pepper on it. You can put, you know, you can put burnt finger barbecue seasoning on it if you want to. You know, you can do so many different things with a tender brisket. It's amazing. It's like riding a bike. You do it once, you'll never forget <laughs> how to do it. Yeah, but if and, it, and you're right, Dan, because that's the thing is people don't know what something's to taste like or what it's supposed to, how it's supposed to be cut until you really get in and really see it. And then once you do that, then go have fun with it. You can put jalapenos on it. You can candy it. You can do whatever <laughs> yeah. you want to it. But you, if you don't know how to not ruin that piece of meat, get it. Like, yep. just don't spend your money. Yep, it's just eliminating the intimidation factor. You know, all of us, I'm sure, are on a lot of Facebook uh, groups uh, that are barbecue, and, and you see some of these poor folks, and it's their first brisket, and then they just come out and they go, oh, man, I just ruined $30, you know? And uh, you, one of the things you mentioned, too, was the, the burnt ends. And, you know, I just mentioned you've been on TV all a whole bunch. And I, I, I remember, I believe it, I can't remember which show it was, but but I, from what I understand, burnt ends were kind of discovered by accident. Like in the beginning, a long time ago, it was kind of a throwaway. And then somebody went, oh, wait a minute. Um, talk, a little yeah. bit, talk a little bit about burnt ends. We got about three minutes yeah. in this segment. Yeah. So burnt ends are, were uh, traditionally, they used to just be the charry edges of the outside of the brisket. And so Arthur Bryant is what's known for in Kansas City as being, my understanding, some of the first people to throw burnt ends up on the counter as people were waiting. Oh, that's right. They were like, like little snacks. Yeah, little specks and pieces and people would eat them. And then they realized people would actually pay for that. <laughs> and so... What has happened, what was traditionally truly the charry edges, now people realize that point meat of a brisket can be separated or you can buy that entire piece. Like I'll just go buy cases of just point meat. Hmm. Um, if I, if I want to do burnt ends just as a, as just something for the family and package up. But that's the thing with those burnt ends. People have figured out how to perfect it. What I don't like is when someone will chop up a flat into cubes and make you think that they are burnt ends because it's not. It's just cubed flat at that point. It's cheating. Um, and it's I won't, cheating. It's, I, it is cheating. And I, and it's I counterfeit ends. It's counterfeit also, ends. You know, <laughs> if people who know, know, because it's pillow. It's beautiful. There's so much fat. But it's the beautiful kind of soft fat that it renders and it becomes these little nuggets of, of deliciousness, whereas a flat is going to be a tighter, 
um, you're, you're just, it doesn't have all of that fat that's in it. And it's, it's just a completely different chew to it completely. Um, and yeah, Kansas City was kind of known for being able to, I guess, commercialize, package, and then now we have people that, you know, true barbecue restaurants can only have them a couple of days a week because they're just not cooking enough brisket mm. to really be able to have that many burnt ends. And, and people are starting to figure out ways that, like me, I'll go out and buy just a case of uh, the point meat um, and, and cook a whole bunch of them at one time. We just started carrying points at the store not mm. too long ago. Yes. and. I get people coming in to buy them for everything from cubing it up for barbecue to people that are putting it in like a uh, Instapot and making tacos out of it. What I about mean, chili? Could you, you use it for chili? Absolutely, you can yeah. use it for chili. It's Heck such yeah. a versatile piece of meat because it is very tender and it has tons of fat and tons of flavor. Megan, uh, we're getting ready to go into break. Do you have time to stick around for one more segment? I would love to. Thank you. I would yeah. love for you to stay. And one of the things I get from my friends when they listen to the show is, I listen to your show and I get hungry and that whole segment, you talking about the, the, the brisket and the burnt ends. Thank you, Megan. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. That's what it's supposed to do. <laughs> we'll be right back with Megan Day. You can check out her website, burntfingerbbq.com. And we will be right back on Barbecue Radio Nation. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. I'm a hard-working man, I wear a steel hard hat, I can ride rope, a hammer and paint, do things with my hands. That most men can't I can't get ahead No matter how hard I try I'm getting really good At barely getting by Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius, along with our engineer Kyle, producer T-Bone, and my co-host, barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. And we're speaking today with Megan Day. You can check out her website, BurntFingerBBQ.com. Megan, it was the darling of the Food Network's Chop Grill Master Season 4. Um, you've just been all over the place, Megan. Do you enjoy being a television star? <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's been so much fun. I wouldn't call me a star, but <laughs> if I can get out there and have some fun and you know, I, I feel very fortunate that I happen to choose something that really is good and visual. And so here I am. Well, a couple quick things. Um, first of all, you, you live with some guy named Jason. Is that right? Some guy named <laughs> yeah, Jason. That's okay. him. And you, you guys have that's two man. and you have two kids. Two kiddos, okay. yeah, the little fingers, we like to call them. Just so you know, most of the barbecue people on the show, have a, we're requiring at least three children to be on the barbecue <laughs> show. So you might want to get on well, that. Okay, so so I often say that we gave birth to the bacon explosion. That is our third kid. <laughs> Look at that. Familiar with bacon wrap, bacon stuff, smoked sausage. That was Jason and I's first baby. 
<laughs> that uh, hit the internet, went crazy, got Jason a book deal, um, set us out on a media tour, and life just did. You know, the, we are the the house that built the ba- you know built by bacon. We always say, so. Megan, Megan, you are so good at promoting. So uh, good. that was so that was that was an A plus. Okay, Megan, will you explain to our listeners who may may or may not have heard about the bacon explosion exactly what it is? Yeah. So bacon explosion is um, basically it was a a recipe where Jason said, I want to get all I can get two pounds of bacon, a two pound sausage, (laughs) one recipe. So he basket weaved bacon over, under, (laughs) over and then laid it out, put two pounds of sausage, realized he still had some bacon left, crumbled it up and, you know, fried it, threw it on top, put our sauce and rub, rolled it all up and threw it on smoker. And it came out as this beautiful Pork on pork on pork, oh rendered glorious bomb. <laughs> that then he put, well, you know, buttermilk biscuit with some honey and and really just some great. I took the photos. He wrote the copy for it. We threw it out on the internet, and it took off and was at the time the most downloaded recipe in the history of the internet. The New York Times called and said, "Hey, we want to do a feature on this." And then it just set off a storm like I said of of, of media and um people then wanting to eat it and buy it from us. So we started on down the path of selling meats to people direct to consumer on in a dry ice and cooler and making sauces and rubs to, to accompany it. And and by the way, if you have to eat that, you must plan two hours for a nap afterwards. <laughs> it's required. So, um, and, some, and, and some other blood pressure medication. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Megan, one thing I did want to bring up, you know, one thing that we do here at barbecue radio nation there is we want everybody to be a part of the show. And so, you know, I assume Dan and yourself, when you go to competitions, you probably see mostly men. And of course you're a woman in the competition. What, what was it like in the beginning? Were you a little intimidated um, or did you just fit right in? Of course, you know, um, yeah, talk about that experience because we we yeah. embrace the women barbecuers. Over 50% of the women do barbecue. Um, and so we want everybody to, to join in on Barbecue Radio Nation. Talk about that as being a woman starting out in competition barbecue. Yeah, I mean, I'll be blunt. My first role was drink maker. I mean, that was my role to keep them hydrated and, and get them beers and, and run the boxes to the judges. And then I slowly started kind of sit on some of the categories, the ancillary categories, as we call them. So maybe there might be, um, you know, a sausage side category or a dessert category or side beans, potatoes, whatever. So the guys could concentrate on, you know, really the mm-hmm. four categories for meat. And slowly I started realizing that people were shigging. Do you know that word where people who are watching what you're doing? And so if I turned in an apple monkey bread on the grill, then all of a sudden everybody else was turning that same, you know, in because I was winning. And so it became this fun little game that I would watch people. And so I don't know, I I guess I just had the courage and confidence from the very beginning. I was just going to do what I do best. And it really, I won and I had fun with it. And when the producers from Chopped called and said, we want you on our show, I said, okay, I get PR. That's good PR. I'm going to go on there and hope I don't burn myself. And if I do, (laughs) you know, I'm just going to have fun with it. And I think that was more, for me, it was about, I knew what I wanted to do and what I wanted to present. And I just, you know, hoped that it showed well and that the judges enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, so I watch, there are a lot of women who are out there competing. They just don't get the opportunity to be in front of the camera. And that's all it is. They're scared or they don't want to, or they don't want to be seen messing up. 
And I guess I just kind of guns a blaze and I'm going to go <laughs> for it. So I don't know, something in my DNA, I guess. Well, that's awesome, you know, and and it's always a lot of fun to to see women out on the barbecue trail and and see what they can do. I mean, uh, you know, we were out in Southern California cooking earlier in the year, and uh, the Lady of Q was out there cooking alongside uh, with uh, Jackie, my wife, and and Bethany McAllister from Nine One Three, and it's yeah. just it's just refreshing to see you know other people, well, well other genders, I guess you would say, <laughs> cooking barbecue yeah. because, I mean, we have fun. But I know Jackie and Bethany have way more fun than we ever do. We they're so calm and collected, and they just kind of do their thing and let it, you know, let things happen. And and I, you know, they just it's just fun. It's just fun. They know we, how to, they know how to have fun. To, they know how to they know how to handle the stress better. Right. <laughs> yeah, and the multitasking. Really, right. the multitasking. I say it all the time. When we compete, it is like extreme barbecue because it's like this kid needs a band aid. Somebody needs a cookie. Oh, it's time to soft the ribs. <laughs> right. I mean. It is a full contact sport. Um, and I think, I don't know, the women, we're out there and we're doing it. We're just, it's, it's starting to catch up where articles and um, TV are starting to really highlight that. If you look at some of these shows right now, it is women kicking butt. They are in there and they are in the finals and they're winning. So it's been fun and exciting to see over the last really five or six years that kind of that shift of what's really being promoted um, is mirroring a little bit better what is actually happening in the real world. Well, Megan, uh, we so much appreciate you being on the show. You're a, a woman trailblazer, married to a bacon guy. That's kind of weird. And uh, <laughs> and by the way, I love your website because it's burntfingersbbq.com. And if you go on there, you can buy all kinds of sauces and great things and gloves so you don't burnt yourself. Yeah. And uh, by the way, if you didn't catch all the interview, you can catch it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, along with Podcasts Addict. Um, Megan, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And maybe I can get Neil Stern or somebody to, to sponsor me, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back on Barbecue Radio Nation. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, DVDs, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Baby, please come on home. Why? Wanna put my arms around you? Oh, yeah. Feed your tear old black hole cream. That's, That's the way I feel about you. That's a pretty good Radio Nation with Dan and Dave and I want to we'll do our weekly radio station shout out which goes to WSBM 1340 AM better known as Fox Sports Shoals serving Florence and Muscle Shoals Alabama we are on Saturday mornings at 5 AM um 
Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> 5 a.m.? Yes. Well, that's perfect. That's why right when you should be putting a brisket on the cooker. Say, that's you what know, I was thinking. You're either you're either fishing or smoking. Yeah. And one of the two. Well, we're doing both. And uh by the way, if you're if you're in a city that doesn't carry us, first of all, call to your local radio station and complain. And complain. <laughs> say we want barbecue radio nation on there. But you can stream it at foxsportshoals.com. And again, that is Saturday mornings, 5 a.m. And I am going to assume that is Eastern time. But thank you so much for carrying us. Now, this segment, we want to uh, here's something I don't know about. So I'm a complete rookie on this. Watch some people do it, but I don't know how to do it. And okay. we're talking like open flame, grilling in a fire pit, just all kinds of just primitive cooking primitive cooking primitive you go. cooking yeah there you go so first of all um what kind of equipment do you need for that well you know i i actually just use the fire pit that i have on my back patio that we sit by in the you know in the fall and the spring okay and and yeah you can if you have a if you have a fire pit like a traditional fire pit you don't have to be something fancy you can cook anything in it those seem to be getting more and more popular oh yeah they're very popular and you can find them anywhere and they're not that expensive right but you can turn it you can definitely turn it into a device to cook on okay but so here's my question okay like at your store or however you want to get the equipment do you have little things like up on little sticks and then it hangs over and then it, and you turn it or what wow you are a rookie aren't you <laughs> <laughs> So we, yes, we do have some little sticks and they do the turny thing. Um, but no, I mean, it, it's really, it, it's like I said, it's, it's primitive cooking. So you, what you do is you find a, a grill grate, like a, I use actually a, a, a Weber 22 and a half inch kettle grate, just a replacement grate. And I just throw it right over the fire and, okay. and cook right over the fire. And, you know, as long as you can create a little bit of distance between your coal base and uh, where your grate is at. So you're not scorching everything. Right, that's what's going to be my question is how do you keep from, you know, scorching your, yeah, your you shade? just, you create a little bit of distance or you just build a smaller fire. And it, it's very simple. I, I actually do a lot of fire pit cooking. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. I've done, you know, I've made a, a giant wok out of a, okay. out of a plow disc, out of a serrated <laughs> plow disc, believe it or not. It's pretty neat. I'll post some pictures of it on our Facebook Listen, page. Listen, folks, if you was wondering if Dan was a country or not, <laughs> when he says stuff like that. Just a little bit. Just a yeah. little bit. No, I mean, seriously, we took a plow disc off of a serrated plow <laughs> and we welded the hole shut in it. And I, when we welded horseshoes on each side as handles, <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I go to the Mexican grocery store and I buy chorizo and, uh, and this this mix called discada, which is pork and chicken and chopped up hot dogs. Oh man! And we do all of that in this big eighteen inch wide skillet that I made out of a plow disc. And then we have we have just have taco night. We did it on Friday night. It was great. Okay, question. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just thinking of old movies I've seen where right. they're they're you know apocalypse movies and uh-huh. stuff like that, and they're cooking a chicken over there, and the chicken's like four feet off the flames right and everything how do you determine the distance great question you know it, it it's all about feel you know you can kind of it sounds crazy but you can put your hand up right. above the fire and kind of feel where it's going to be hot i mean that they didn't have thermometers you know 500 <laughs> years ago that's kind of how they they did it but uh we were out at an event in st louis and there's a, a couple out there that own some barbecue restaurants and and mike uh, Mike Johnson is his name and he owns sugar fire barbecue and they had this great setup where they had an open pit, but then they had, um, porchetta that was hung with chains over the fire. And so it was just hanging over the fire about two feet okay. and they were just roasting this, this, this porchetta and it was unbelievably cool and it was 
awesome. It was really awesome. And then when they would want to cool it down, they just, I think they were throwing wet banana leaves over the top of it. <laughs> I mean, it, they, I, those two, they go all out with it. It's Christina Sweet. and Mike. There's yeah. the answer to your question yeah. of, of what equipment you need. I was going to say, you don't need anything. <laughs> we, we just went from, from Midwest country to South America. I, right it's, there. It's, it's awesome. I mean, there's so many different things you can do. And, uh, you know, I actually will do big ribeye steaks where you don't even put a grate in it. You just get your coal base burnt down and you throw them right in the coals. Really? And then you pick them out with a pair of tongs. You dust it off and throw it on the plate. And it is awesome. The best charcoal fired steak you'll ever have is a big thick ribeye just thrown in a fire. Interesting. So mm-hmm. when you've got the open fires like this, so you can do wood or you can do coal. Yeah, I actually do all wood uh, just because you could. it gives you time to kind of get the fire going. You poke it, you know, go grab a beer, drink a couple beers and get the coal base burnt down. But yeah, you can do it with lump charcoal. You can do it with briquettes, whatever whatever you have laying around. Because really. I was thinking it was strictly wood just because you want the flames coming well, that, up and that's it looks the, cool. That's the traditional way to do it. I mean, if you want to do true, you know, cowboy cooking, you do you throw a couple logs in there and build yourself a coal base and, and just go to town. So are there certain meats that are better cooking open fire like that than others? I mean, really you can do every, you can do anything you want to on open fire. I, I don't like to do chicken wings just cause you, they're oh. too small. You know, you want to do something, you know, big, big, big steaks, <laughs> whole chickens are great. I mean, you can, you can spatchcock a chicken, which you cut the back out of it and lay it right on the grill and just, and just roast them over that open fire. And yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's, it's, it, it's really, it's not only is it popular, uh, around this area, but it's super popular. Like out in California, you have the Santa Maria grills where they, they have the adjustable and that's just cooking over an open fire. Okay. So here's, here's how I picture it is that you're cooking mostly at night because it's kind of a night thing. Right. And so you can't really see it as well as you could if you're cooking during the day. Do you, do you use the thermometer? Of course you do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's 2020. They have, the technology's there. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that, like, in the process of trying to put your thermometer in the meat, the thermometer would, like, heat up too much or well, something. Well, you just have, yeah, you pick and choose your times to do it. <laughs> What's you don't your, want you don't want to lean over the fire pit just to check a steak real quick. You pull it off to the side. So, and and all the times that you've done open flame grilling like this, what what overall is your favorite thing that you've ever done? Oh, man, I'm quite honest with you, that steak thing, or the or the tacos. But the tacos really isn't over over the fire. It's just, it's the big pan over the fire. But if I'm going to start a big fire in the fire pit, I'm going to do those steaks, the ribeyes, just thrown in the coals. Okay, dumb question. When you did the tacos, is uh, it soft shell or hard shell? And it that's a man, that's a tough question because I like both. See, I'm a huge I absolutely love flour tortillas. Right. I mean, I'm a big flour tortilla guy. My wife loves corn tortillas. And so we do both, but they're always just like street taco style, just soft tacos. Okay. Yeah. But I was thinking you could throw those on the pan to hit them up a little bit. Absolutely. And you have to get the grease from the chorizo mixed in with the tortilla, <laughs> or that's just not gonna be very good. This is down and dirty barbecue. It really and, is, but Dan man. Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that oh, that just sounds great. And and of course, I'm waiting for my invitation now that it's fall. You too, T Bone. You're invited too. I, that, this sounds like a great thing on a crisp fall. Yeah, oh, yeah. Never, it, never it, gonna it happen, but it sounds great. So anyway, <laughs> to learn more, be sure to check us out on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. That's BBQ Radio Nation, and be sure to like us and become part of the barbecue. Radio Nation. We'll be right back on Barbecue Radio Nation.
Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. This is Big Mo Kason. You listen to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm going to tell you what, if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais along with Dan Hathaway. Man, Dan, you, 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 you just gave us another Grand Slam with Megan Day. What a great guest. Oh, yeah, she's awesome, isn't she? She's all over television. Of course, her husband came up with the bacon explosion, which yeah. that was fun to talk about. His name's Jason. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's only appropriate. And uh, check out her website, burntfingerbbq.com, burntfingerbbq.com. And it did crack me up that they're named Burnt Finger, and you can buy gloves so yeah, you don't burn your fingers on sure. there. Um, and also, T-Bone will post Megan's info and uh, show on our Facebook page, which is BBQ Radio Nation, coming up Thursday. So be sure to uh, check out our... and and and. We want you to become a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. And this is the thing. It's very expensive. It's free. So just go to BBQ Radio Nation and just hit the like button. And then you'll see all of our posts like our like our um, Friday phonies and technology Tuesdays or wacky Wednesdays. Term, terminology. <laughs> Thank Tuesdays. you. Victoria's going to be. Oh, she's really going to be mad. Yeah. Way to go, Dave. Oh, that's all right. I'll give her some gloves from the uh, website. Anyway, don't forget to our Ask Dr. Dan segment sponsored by Banana Jack Murphy's Original Barbecue Sauce. Your taste buds will go bananas. And be sure to listen to the Banana Jack Murphy radio show at tigerradio.com. That's tigerradio.com. And if you have a question for us, just write Dr. Dan at bbqradionation.com or on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. And one more, Dave and Dan at Barbecue Radio Nation. Now, future shows, you know, Halloween just around the corner. And so we've been promised that Dan's going to come up with some barbecue horror stories. Oh, man. Regarding barbecuing. Wait a minute. He's bringing who in? <laughs> no. Oh, bad, no. bad horror stories of barbecue. Barbecue horror stories. Yes. Yeah, there's, and, there's some out there. And I'm going to try to include, if you two will let me squeeze it in, my notorious Arkansas haunted hotel story. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't think you will, but I'm going to try it anyway. And someday we're going to talk about s'mores. You can give it a shot. S'mores? <laughs> s'mores. Also, coming up in November, which is just around the corner, we're going to cover cooking turkeys for Thanksgiving and gift ideas for Black Friday and Cyber Monday because, well, again, before you know it, it'll be Christmas. Oh, man, it's coming up quick, time, isn't it? Woo. Time to run out there and, and get some stuff. And Plus, future shows, we're going to talk about food safety, desserts, vegetables. We, we cover it, and if you have a topic, you know, give us a suggestion. Dave and Dan at bbqradionation.com but I'm definitely looking forward to us talking about those turkeys and um, anything else gang before I get out of here I don't know I think you covered it Dave I think we covered it I'm going to go home and have a bacon explosion and oh, uh, take take about a 12 hour nap <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation for Engineer Kyle producer T-Bone and my partner in barbecue crime Dan Hathaway I'm Dave Caius thank you so much much for listening to Barbecue Radio Nation and happy barbecuing.